Rabbi a good morning, a good afternoon for those here in Eretz Yisrael. I've written Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Erev Rosh Hashanah, Abba Lein L'Tayva, Tavshin Teidalid. And this recording is being recorded in, as all of us, we're all in the flow of um, preparing ourselves for the great, great high holy days, the awesome days which are coming upon us, last day of the year. Ah. Tov Shinpei Gimel is ending, Tov Shinpei Dalit is entering into our world. I thought Tov Shinpei Dalit to say just a quick remez, okay, try to say something of the year, yeah. The, um, Tehei Shnaz Derech Pelech. It should be, Mitzvah Shem, a way of flying, a way of wonderings, of wonderments. Yervanushim shows the pillar flying, but Yervanushim shows us in the flows. Should be in the flows, and we always speak a little bit about current events. There's no question. Anyone that has a, a little bit of a mayach the katkatka can see that the Rebbeinu is blowing it. This week, earthquakes in Morocco where thousands and thousands of people died. When we say thousands. It's really beyond comprehension to understand it. And the miraculous thing they say that the members of the Jewish community were saved and there's no injuries, no one was hurt, no one was taken away. They say there was a big makubal there. One of the Rabbi Shur Pinto was there at the same time, and he supposedly he said tillin for everybody. Ah. And then the next day or so, again in Africa, near Israel, Libya, tremendous hurricanes. Hurricane Daniel came slamming into this country very very the fourth largest country in the continent of africa very poor country and with the hurricanes and the floods and the and the dam the the the, the, dam, the dams that were damaged literally whole cities and towns a city of a hundred thousand people they say derma i think it's called was literally washed into the sea it's a port city and they they know now so far around six to seven thousand that have perished, and they're claiming that there are thousands and thousands that are missing. There might be up to twenty thousand people that they feel perished. The lives have perished. Even if they're not yidden rabbi side, but they're and a person has to feel the tsar, and a person also has to feel that the rebbeinu is speaking to us. So on one hand, end of the year. And a lot of a lot of colors, so to speak, and the Rebbeinu was talking to us. Elul is ending; this is the last day of Elul. And how do how do how do we look at it? We look at it at preparing ourselves as best as we can. And how do we prepare ourselves? Ah, try to look at good things. Try to see good things. So first, we want to wish everybody like we've been wishing after davening, and I know myself after the sleepless this morning, a longer sleepless, and all the members. Of the small bedroom that we have, we all wish each other a good bench to your tziva chasim tziva. And as I walk to the makolis to get eggs for the rebbeinu for, for, for the for the rebbeinu, also in the makolis wishing everybody the bal makolis. Everyone, everyone's wishing each other good news. This is the way you know every should be a good year. The mechitzas are being broken, and then going to the mikvah and entering to the mikvah and being the tire ourselves. Ah. As we get closer, we hope and we pray that we should be zoicher, that there should be an achdus. So I think that's really the main message we want to give over this Rosh Hashanah. Now, what can we do 
to create that our hearts are really together with each other. In Kelim, they would put up a sign. The sign would say the Chazal, which is famous, you should say in front of your mouth in order that you should you should accept myself as your king and together how do we do it? We do it for Shaifer. So they used to put up a sign that said that we know that every single kingdom, the the subjects, the citizens, each one has a different tactic. And each one looks at each other and says, Oh, I see that the other person is doing what his talents are, and I want to do what my talents are. And together, we do it together for the sake of the Melech. In the same fashion, when it comes to the Melech, Malchiam Lachim, we would see how each one of us has a certain Nekuda Taiva, and will be Mamlech each person as a Melech. Because Man Malchai Rabbanon, the Rabbanon of Malachim, we're all kings, we all come from royal blood. And my Rebbe of Chaim Shalevitz used to say over that really one of the Inyana we should be working on in these days. Did we, did we, did you, um, did you really create a relationship of honor with your friends, that your friends are considered people that you respect, people that are like a melech to you. Be mamlech is a melech. That's really part of all Kabbalah's or Malchashemayim. I think in a nutshell, we want to put things into a a small composed package. Let us really try to say to ourselves, what can I do on these days to see the goodness of every single youth? See how every single one is a Ben Melech and recognize that that creates a, a message that God is working being Mamlech, you as a Melech, as we ourselves feel a togetherness amongst us. Ah, the, this year, <clears throat> we're going to blow the Shaifer. Only uh, one day, the second day, and Shabbos, Shabbos Kodesh. So first of all, we have the Kedusha of Shabbos, that in itself is a Gavaldikus first. But we know the Gemara tells us that why do we blow twice on Rosh Hashanah in order to be ma'arvet to something, to confuse to something. When he sees, Rashi says, when he sees the Klaiso, is being mechavet and it's just, so it gets him confused. So everyone raises the question, that's all good, on a regular year, where we blow the shofar, but this year we're not going to blow the shofar on the first day, which is what we do the Raisa. So it's not going to be Ir of Asatan, not going to be Ir of Asatan. So uh, how is it that we're going to be able to get through the the, 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 the year? So I saw it brought down from the Pshraya, the Blitzki, who I mentioned him previously, said the Gaval Gavart. Rosh Hashanah is one of the Asaris and Tshuva, and there's an Indian of doing Tshuva. And we notice two parts of tshuva. There's tshuva meyira and there's tshuva, not two parts. There's two types of tshuva: tshuva meyira and tshuva meyava. Simple understanding is yira is I don't want to get a punishment. Ava is I'm doing it because of love of a kodesh baruch altruistically. But Rav Shaya says a little bit of a different knech. Yira is I'm going to do the right things. I'm going to keep the halachas. Ava is I'm going to go l'snim again. I'm going to add on. I gave a muscle. Husband comes home and his wife asked him to buy things in the Makolit. And he went and he bought things in the Makolit, puts them in the refrigerator. And he sees his wife not home. What does he do? Takes some time off and he washes the dishes. So when she comes home, everything should be neat and clean. She comes home and she says, Oh, did you get the things that I, 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 I asked you to get? Yes, I got them. And then she goes to the kitchen. She sees that the dishes 
that the bishop for our clinch is ah, I'm so happy and I see that you really, really you have a, you did this, you have an Ava. This is the message of our, that we want to give to Akadosh Baruch Hu. We know that when we do Chulim Yira, the the Zedinists become kishkogas. They become like mistakes. We do Chulim Yira, then the Zedinists come like mitzvah, come like schuyas. So listen to this Gavaldikavart. This year, if every single year, just every single year, would take upon himself one little mitzvah that they might not have done properly. For instance, he says, let's say benching. You know, benching. It's not an easy task. So while we're benching, sometimes we get, uh, we lose our concentration. We start cleaning off the dishes a little bit. We stand up and then we come back. That's not really the proper intent. On that respect, it's a tshuva meyira. I want to make sure that I want to, I want to do it properly. I'm going to do the halacha properly. And then the mitzvahs are like what? They're like, they're like uh, But now I'm going to add on. I'm going to take, I'm going to bench from a bencher. And I'm going to do my best, do my best to be mechavin each word, especially the brachas part, the baruch to Hashem. I'm going to have kavana. That's a tshuva me'avra. And that the Rebunashim looks upon with great, great regards. Can you imagine? I was thinking to myself, as we're all sitting in shul today, we're saying the slippers compounded by so many people throughout the world, saying slippers, people by the Kaisal, people in Uman, people but the Midrashim and but the wherever they are hidden, and we're going to sit together in a shul. Every single one of us is going to elevate our shuva process, and that's going to raise, r- rise up to the heavens, and the sun is going to be sitting there. There's not going to be any blowing of the shofar, but there's going to be a hurricane. There's going to be a flood of mitzvahs of mice and toivim. Each person, um, this person says, I'm going to learn five minutes. Uh, I'm going to Keep Shabbos better. I'm going to make sure to, if I have a friend that uh, I had a disagreement with, try to ask him Bechila. There should be a lot of Ava in the world. We do that, then we'll be Ma'arvim to Sutton this year together with the Kedusha of Shabbos. Ah. Another thing we want to say over, I said over to Talmudim this week, Imachon Shlomo, the Lies Takasha, we're supposed to be Mamlech the Melech, we coronate the king. We know the coronation take place once in a lifetime of a king. And by the Rebbeinu it's every year. Why is it so? Lachar, should be enough. When the person becomes Bar Mitzvah, he'll accept upon himself the yoke of heaven, the Malchus Shemayim, and then that's the coronation of the king. Why does he have to do it every single year? The answer is the Navi says that when David Amalek, there was a rebellion against him, and his son was trying to, 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 to take over the kingdom of Imelech, so what happens is he had to put down the rebellion and all the members that were in the rebellion, they had to come along and they had to pledge allegiance to Dovid HaMelech, when there's a Merida, when there's a rebellion, then there's an Indian of making a new coronation. Unfortunately, because man is weak, during the course of the year, we don't necessarily keep what we're supposed to be doing. And that's a Merida in the Melech, that's a rebellion against the Melech. Every year we come along on this day, which is the day the other nation was created, and we are also created, what do we do? We exclaim, Yechi HaMelech, Yechi HaMelech, we say, Psukim at the Melech, and not only saying the Psukim, but we blow the Shoifer. And here we said over, a Gavaldike insight, why is the Shoifer the way that we, co- that, that we coronate the king? 
simple understanding does it's a chatzitz, it's it's a it's a it's a horn. That's the way they used to do it. The Rebbeinu not just horns. The answer is that how do we really relate to ourselves as being citizens of Hashem Baruch kingdom? We're so insignificant. Not the same relationship between a regular king who's made of flesh and blood, who's royalty, and other people who are flesh and blood who aren't royalty. There, there's some sort of connection. They're both human beings. But over here, the human being is so distant from the vastness of the Ain Sight of the Rabbanu Shalom. How can we possibly even put ourselves into the same <coughs> message of being subjects of the king that we are in, that we are the B'nai Malachim? The answer is man is made up of two parts. The guf and the neshama. The guf ain't a That's separate from a Kodesh Baruch But the neshama, how do we get the neshama? Ba'yipach ba'ap of nishmas chayim. Ba'yipach blew into the breath, into the nostrils of Adam and into every single one of us. The neshamas. How do we, we connect the Kodesh Baruch and neshamas are chelik alakami mal. And what do we do in Rosh Hashanah? We take that chelik alakami mal, the neshama, ba'yipach ba'ap of the footnote that Sal says this insight. And we blow into the shaifer and we're exclaiming, Yechi HaMelech, accepting upon ourselves the yoke of heaven. Our neshama is what connects us to you and we're returning it to you because Elokai neshama shenasafi bitahili. Ah! Simonim, Rabbi said. Good simonim, that's what we want. We want to have the apple and the dvash. I thought this vart. Why? A person of the year said to a tamachacham, why do we have the apples and honey? Why can't it be some other fruit and honey? He says, apples have an interesting uh, phenomena. When you peel off the peel and you see that white flesh part, which is delicious, if you keep it out into the air, all of a sudden, within moments, it starts to get dark. And if you don't take care of it, then it can spoil. You, It loses its capacity. But if you dip it into honey, honey is a preservative. The honey has the ability to preserve that the fruit will remain with its pristine, pristine taste. Pristine. I know the issue this week. I put it apples and honey. <laughs> I didn't realize. I just thought it was apples. All of a sudden, my hands got very, very sticky. <clears throat> From the, but the concept is, is that it, the, it's a preservative. The, the vash is a preservative. We dip the apple and the honey to show that we want that all of our mice and them that we accept upon ourselves to do a little bit better. A little bit better between Ben Adam Chaver, a little, a little bit better between Ben Adam Mamokam. Another few minutes of learning, another connection to a Rebbe, another connection to make sure that our relationships are solid with our spouses and with our children. Then we want that to remain. We want it to have the, the devash. The devash should be the preservative. That's why we dip the apple, the item which represents what happens when a person is not careful. So we want to be careful. We want to, we want to quickly enwrap it into the devash that we, it should be good things and sweet things. Ah. A Misa, we want to say over, I heard over from my friend, Rav Shraga Nubiger, one of the Rashivas in Mary's Hall in Baltimore. This speaks volumes about godless Adam, and it speaks also about the godless of what's called the balance of life. And this is also an important aspect, to have the proper balance in life. There was a Yid by the name of Rechil Micha Weinberg. This Baal Sri Deyesh. He was one of the Gedoyim Talmidim of Slabot. He was very, very close to the altar of Slabot. When he was 17 years old, one of the Talmidim of Rishon Salanter, Rabbi Yitzhak Petterberg, came to Slavotka, and the Gedolei Talmidim of the altar, they went to speak with him, and he created a relationship for a few weeks with Rabbi Yitzhak. 
At one point, he was he was a great Eloy. He's a very he's a big genius. And at one point, he had an open discussion, and he told the Ritzma, he said, you know, I have a big t- problem, but sometimes I'm so involved in learning, I forget the Dab Mincha. And the Ritzma said, you forget the Dab Mincha with a with a he was like he couldn't understand it. How can you forget that Mincha? So immediately, Bichil Mincha. He, he, he covered himself. He said, oh, I, I met Betzibur. I, I don't dive in Betzibur. I met Betzibur. I said, oh, Betzibur? Okay. But he's still diving in So he accepted. He said, okay, you have to work on it. Just has to work on it. Make sure he dives in Betzibur. Now, he was in a quandary. He had just said a sheker to a great, great Talmud Chacham. And he felt very, very bad about it. So what did he do? He went quickly to the altar and he told the altar what happened. The altar heard this. The altar said, you said a sheker to a bitzvah? You have to go back immediately. And you have to tell them what happened. You have to get it. You have to. You have to. You have to ask for mechila that you said a shaker. So he was only seventeen years old, and even though he was a great eloy, but he really felt it. He was embarrassed. He's really so embarrassed. He said, "The altar said, if you don't go back, then not only will you not be involved with rebitzva, you won't be involved with me. I will not have a relationship with a tamar that doesn't speak emes." And was such an important thing. And he said, okay, Rebbe, I'm going to go back. And he started walking towards Abyssal. He was literally walking with a lot of fear in his heart. What is Abyssal going to tell him? And as he gets close to the door, he's about to knock on the door. And all of a sudden, he feels a tap on the shoulder. And it was another bracha from Shabbatia from the altar. And he said, the altar sent me, told him, you don't have to go into Abyssal. You should go back to him. So he was bewildered. The altar said to go in. Now he's telling me not to go in. He went back to the altar and he told me, Rebbe, Rebbe, I'm then a rabbeinu. You told me to go. Now you tell me not to go. He said, I told you to go because I wanted you to understand the importance of what the Midas HaEmes is. On the other hand, if you would have gone in, it could be that the reaction that the Bitsa would have would be a reaction which would cause a Pagan in your covets. And I know you, I know your Kalkos and Nefesh, and I was afraid that that would take away from your growing in Torah. So the altar was, on one hand, it was the balance between learning what the Midas Emes is and also learning each person has his covered Adam, and that covered Adam has to be protected as well. This is a but I think what it's teaching us is as we enter into this Rosh Hashanah this year, we recognize that we need the Rabbani Shalom in our lives and we need the Midas Emes as best as we can in our lives. And at the same time, we should recognize that the Rabbani Shalom wants us to have covered for ourselves, have covered for our spouses, have covered for our children, have covered for every single year to see the Mailas Chavirecha, be Mamlech each Yid as a Melech. And in that way, be mamlech to melech malchem lochem. And we hope when we pray, Rebbeinu will see every single one of our avodas, and that our families should be safe. We should be zochem it's Hashem to written the svarn shel tzadikim gemurim la'altal chayim tzadikim l'shol. Wishing everyone a sweet new year, a year of not only the apple and the honey dip, but understanding that the honey is preserving us. We want to have that. The delicious feeling that we'll have, Mitzvah Hashem, beginning of the year, that it should be Mamshuk, our whole year, we should be Zoycha, Teish Nas, Derech Pele, should be the ways of Pelayim, wishing everyone a wonderful and a meaningful Rosh Hashanah. 
Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.